0: we on the air with Love, talk, radio. Good morning, everybody out there on audio land, wherever you may be. I'm Richard Marcello. Welcome to my world. Uh, we've got a really special uh, showing of a documentary on a very infamous, very famous person called... His name was Jack Hera, and he's known as the Emperor of Hemp. Uh, and he wrote a book that was released in June 1985, Called "The Emperor Wears No Clothes," and that book, mind you, that book was the seed, the catalyst. For, are, are we rolling there? Are we in focus? Oh, we're still going on audio. Do I sound okay on audio land? Keep lying to me. I love it. <laughs> All right, we're having fun anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll. Uh, Repeat what I was up to anyway. Mr. Jack Harrow wrote a book called The Emperor Wears No Clothes. And it was released in June 1985. Are you taking notes out there? There's going to be a quiz. Obviously, uh, wake up there. Are you watching out there in Hong Kong and in Japan, Australia, Sydney? Sydney, are you out there? love you guys. Anyway, Jack wrote the book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes, released June of '85. And that was the seed, the catalyst for the birth of the modern hip movement, which is now one of the biggest political movements in the whole wide world. And we can thank Mr. Jack Kerr for that in the book he wrote, The Emperor Wears No Clothes." And I just might add a little footnote to that. I'm in the book. So there. So I know where I'm from. I, I've met Jack. I got involved in the marijuana movement in January 1980, and that's when I first met Jack Kerr. And um, we owe a great deal of, of gratitude to this gentleman because of Jack's book, The Emperor. Australia, Canada, Germany, England, and several other countries is now growing industrial hemp. And because of that book, there's 17 states here in America that have gone totally medical. And now we have, what is it, six states? We've got Alaska, Oregon, Washington, California. Nevada, and I think there's one other state. The District of Columbia is voted over and over again to totally rec- recreational. So the big the big breakout was for the medical, which is very very important. Oh my gosh, we got a guest of honor. Is this who I think it is? <laughs> Melissa, baby, welcome to my world. Come here. <laughs> You never know who's going to show up at the no-ho. No-ho? <laughs> I love no-ho. I heard that about you. Are we
1: already live right now? Yeah. Right
0: now, we're, or are you just rehearsing? We got, we're blogging and we're talking. Where'd she go?
2: Hem,
0: hey. hem. Hooray.
1: I'm Melissa White Chocolate Valen, and it's my birthday. So thank you. Wow. Really? Birthday. being here. And I have presents for all of you watching Right now, right now, live on the virtual. And I have wow. presents for you. And this is so epic because I'm genuinely surprised. I really didn't know that the legendary Richard Marsala of Hemp for Victory TV would be making a stellar appearance. Oh wow! Shout out to Jason Brodsky running through. Come on. We're, we're, Come working run. on
0: the lights, working on the lights. Hey, that's how Jason, go. Here,
1: Jason. Give thanks to the Most High. We're live on Alice V. Toklas Network, Smoke News, Smoke Rules, on the radio, and we I can't do- toke in the theater, but we can yeah, have a do- Toklas Brownie. I heard Richard Eastman is coming with some very special birthday cake. No, not Eastman. There will be love- some sticks and stems in there, some extra roughage and fiber, because it's been Rough out there for an activist, but we know that sticks and stems can't get us high, but they can increase our fiber intake.
0: So, I should use better fiber, fiber, fiber.
1: So, Uh, what
0: do you? Oh, yep.
3: You're here.
1: I'm so excited. This is look upside down and backwards for selfie nation.
3: Yeah.
1: Forwards for us, and we're gonna do some call and response with the live audience. So when we say, yippee,
0: they go, it's yippee.
1: And and they, so let's try it. You say.
0: What do I say? I'm yeah. going to
1: be your audience because we're here. Be
0: okay, the the okay, the audience, okay. The well, masters will be say, showing when up I in I here. I
1: say, yippee, you say. And then I'll say.
0: Okay. So let's try it. Okay. This is a rehearsal. Okay, rehearsal. Uh, what was my life again? <laughs>
1: Hashtag, <laughs> what was my line again? Hashtag, <laughs> what was my line again? And you could win a prize, a hand made, oh, and let there be light. And yeah, there was <laughs> light. Shout out. To Katrina, and the amazing Hi, Katrina. The Lemley NoHo7. And shout out to our projectionist. You know, my aunt, Ina Ballin, may she rest in power, was in the movie, The Projectionist, with Chuck McCann. May he rest in power. And we're losing a lot of important stars and activists. We have to also oh, recognize yeah. and remember them and also recognize the new activists that are literally being birthed as we speak. Shout out to the next generation.
0: Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray.
1: Hip, hip, hooray and
0: yippee. Yip yip yippee. Yip. I out Dana I, I, Yeah, I used to live with the yippies down on Bleecker Street with Dana. What?
1: what? Okay, so... Would you do us the honor? Usually, Richard Marsala is interviewing world famous people, but um, I would like, hashtag ask me anything, that's today. Would you tell a story about living
0: with Dana Beale? Oh, I have so well, many stories.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. Four minutes and 20 seconds uncensored.
0: On, uncensored? Are you
3: ready
1: for Oh, yeah, name? I'm ready.
0: To start Richard the clock. Are we clicking? Un- Censored. Everybody
1: enjoyed this, but I, I cannot take responsibility for what might come out of this man's mouth. But I will I protest <laughs> and profess
0: my love for his right to speak it. I, I, you know, I'm writing a book, and I brought a, I, I got an outline. I want to show it to you later and get your impression. That'll be offline because they
1: have to sign a non-disclosure agreement to oh, find oh,
0: out oh, that no, this is
1: all my material. until it's downloadable on Amazon. Shout out to my first book, CVD Billionaire, which I'm going to read to you today. It's only five pages oh, and really? I would like to personally read it to you. It's our first rehearsal of the audiobook, so I'm so excited for all of you to hear it here first at the Special engagement of Jack Harris, Emperor Wears No
4: Clothes. Why don't right right
1: we
0: tell now, the people where we're at right now? Which are super right
1: now, you're going to tell. We're at the Lemley NoHo 7 Theater 5, like the committee of five. And there's already more than five of us here. I'm going to go check in some of the VIP. You know me. I'm Melissa Ballin. And for my birthday, thanks to Bruce Perlowin, Hemp, Inc., Yvonne De La Rosa of 99 High Tide, and Advanced Nutrients, and Karun Karun, U.S., First 50 people are getting free popcorn and a Woo-hoo!
0: So Do I get my story, popcorn? I'm go get it? Okay. So
1: I really I first. So what kind of tiny drink would you like? I wish they were serving Oh, vodka tonic. Okay, I'll get you a substitute for that because <laughs> hashtag <laughs> cannabis is safer than alcohol. Oh, we know that. Absolutely. We're going to have a toast to the host with the most. the most. Give thanks to Jason Brodsky bringing it to you live. On That's the it. There's on the our radio. man, Jason. Running right through. through the shop. I'm Ballin that. and I'm running for California governor. I don't know if you know about that. No, well, I did.
0: I'm Richard Marcella and this interests me.
1: I'm hoping that you'll sign the petition, but we'll Oh, absolutely. I'm a, reg- I'm a legally registered voter. We're going to find out more after oh, hey, we this we right, okay. story about you. And Dana Beale, live exclusive prequel to Richard Marsala's book
0: on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, okay. Here's
1: New Smoke Rules. And I'll be right back. Okay, just to leave
0: us, I got four minutes and 20
1: seconds. And your free popcorn. I'll be right back. I
0: love free, 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 free. Uh Okay, here we go. Uh, Dana Beale, The Yippies, Bleecker Street, 1980. In January 1980, I got involved in the marijuana movement. And the moment I got involved, it changed my whole life so i there was a they had a an office down on Western street here in l a and so, as the initiative was going on, I kept hearing about back in washington d c July fourth they had this big smoke in, and I went well, because I was planning on going to Europe after I finished with the initiative, which ended in May of nineteen eighty and unfortunately, here in California. We didn't have enough signatures to make the ballot. When I wrote down, I wrote down with, with the legendary people to turn in the paper with Jack Herra, uh Putty Doozy. There's such a list of people who have been so dedicated to this whole movement that I was hearing towards the end about this rally they had back in Washington, D.C., a smoke in. So I got a number. And it was to the Yip House back in, in New York City on Bleecker Street. And I called to get information. And this guy, Dana Beal, answered the phone. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to come and be a speaker at to rally?" I said, I'm going to be there. Absolutely. I'd be honored to. So, so this was about a month before everything was. And about, about 10 days before I was going to leave, I called back on the Yip House phone number to, just to confirm everything. And I got Dana Beal again. And it, when I got back there later, I said that was, people said, that's amazing because Dan had never answered the phone, but he answered it twice in a row, just a million to one shot. So I confirmed that I was going to be there in New York City. And by gone, July 1st, 1980, I got on a jet plane in LAX and flew on into New York City. And let me tell you, it was great on the plane. <laughs> we went to the back, and we were smoking hash and joints. It was a party, baby. You should have been there. But I, I said, I, you know, I'm worried about New York City, all the crime. He's, all no oh, worry. You'll be great. You'll love it. You'll love it. And absolutely, oh, it was awesome. So anyway, we fly. We fly, I fly into um, uh, JFK there in New York City, and I called down. I had a number for the the, the Yip House down on Bleecker Street, and I called in. I I talked to Cisco, and he says you're coming in. Yeah, because I was going to take a taxi. He says, "Don't do it. What you do from the airport, take carry bus service to Midtown Manhattan, and then you take a, then you'll take a taxi down to where we're at, and it'll be much much cheaper." And I went, "Okay, Cisco, you sound like a true man." And sure enough, got a carry carry bus in there. It was like five bucks as opposed post, about thirty-five or forty for a taxi. Got out, got to the Midtown bus station there. Carry bus service went out, got a taxi, and I'm talking to the taxi driver. Wow, I'm in New York City. I'm from California. He could have driven me all over Manhattan, charged me a hundred dollars for a ride, but the guy was great. Me right there because I could tell I knew it was south of the bus station somewhere, and I'm just a kid. New York, and they're looking out the windows. and just It was amazing. New York City. So he says, what I'll do for you, if I go around the long way, it'll be more of a ride, so I'll let you off at the end because it's a one-way street, and this is the cheapest way. Then you can just walk up to number nine Bleecker Street. And I was like, wow, this guy's really all right. Here he could have taken me on. I admit I would have been a sitting duck to drive all over New York City. And I get out, and I walk down, and there it is, number nine, big wooden door. I knock at the door, and knock, knock, knock. And Cisco, that's the first person I met. And we hit it off instantly. And I was at the Yip House with the Yippies, the famous Chicago 7, the Chicago 7, Chicago 68. This was their headquarters, and Dana Beale was part of it. So I went in. I was meeting people. And that evening, because I had spent – in the 1980 campaign, we spent the last two weeks on the federal building in Westwood. And I was riding around with these people, and I said, Westwood is almost like, feels like Greenwich Village, New York City. And since I hadn't been there in 40 years, I didn't know, but I'd been to New York City before. So that evening, we went driving around, and I'm going, wow, this is amazing. It does look like Westwood a little bit. And this aviance. So I met Dana Beale, did some stuff. I was there. I uh, went up to High Times Magazine, gave him some information about Jack Harris and the marijuana movement from California, talked to people. And then uh, July 3rd, Dana Beale, Island, and myself, we got in a uh, rural Dodge Dart and headed off to Washington, D.C. and the 13th annual July 4th smoking. Lafayette Park, right across the street from the White House, baby. Woohoo! Here we come. How are we doing? How's the time? 4.20? Is my time up? So we're about to show the
3: movie.
0: All right. In 15 minutes, we're going to be showing the flick. So don't touch that dial. So anyway, that evening, the uh, J- July 3rd, we got it together, and I got the car... And I had Dana Beal. We had to stop at the Yip House on Bleecker Street. Big, no parking signs everywhere. And we pull right up front and park. And they go in and do their thing. we about 10 minutes. And, and Dana comes out, and Isla. And um, it's just a reporting, a cop pulls up behind us. And I'm from California. I don't know the culture of New York City. Man, I'm in a whole different world. I'm a stranger in a strange land, but I mean, but who else better to be with the infamous Yippies and Dana Beale in the car? Oh, my God, that'll get us 20 years. <laughs> and he says, don't worry, everything's okay, because I know in L.A. they would to stop this. And they didn't, and I just felt that something was awry or something, but just be cool. It was cool. I found out years later, we had like two pounds or four pounds of hash with us, and, and Dana had about $7,000 in cash. This is 1980. So we we went around. We kind of got lost, and we're in this really bad part of town, and I was going, man, this place is so bad. Well, they'll just shoot you. Just... <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it doesn't look so bad. And just then, the car breaks down. <laughs> right in the... Oh, look at Mr. Richard Eastman. We have the honor and good, good luck to have Mr. Richard Eastman. The legendary Richard Eastman has joined us. Oh, great. We love Dennis. Dennis Perron had passed away here a few months ago. The first time I ever heard of Dennis Perron, 1975. I remember the year well? I saw this documentary on TV about marijuana, and there was this interview with a young Dennis Perron and I went, I don't know who this guy is, but I like him. And years later, I know that I'd meet him. I slept on this couch one night up, up in San Francisco. And at 6 o'clock in the morning, we're at his coffee table because some other people were there. There's like five or six of them. Smoking hash, ball hits. It was great. He should have been there.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, he's such a... I love that guy. It's, with his passing, it's such a loss to the movement. He was doing it when it wasn't chic. Anyway, back to uh, Washington D.C. So, so we, we, I says, I said we pull. I pull over in kind of a lot area. I says, Isla, just keep your eyes open. If it looks like danger's coming, we can still drive away. For what's happened, the muffler fell off of the car. So I got under there. And, and, and me and Dana, I got under there, and we got the muffler jammed in so it was okay. And we drove safely into the night. So then we get to the Bronx where I lived, and the neighborhood where she looked, lived looked worse than the neighborhood that she said was they'll kill you. I am going, oh, my God. Okay, whatever. So we went up to her apartment, and she's getting her act together. And so I went down to the car to do something. And I went, please don't be long, it's scary out there. <laughs> I went, okay. So I went down, I, I stage in the car, and about 10 minutes later, it came out, and we headed off for Washington, D.C. My God, I was so tired, I was hallucinating, and, but it was a safe drive, I was cool. Drove, smoked some good hash. <laughs> After all, we had an abundant supply. <laughs> and I'll never forget, About halfway down, it was starting to get light. We pulled into this gas station. I'll never forget till the day I die. There's these two young men dressed in bow ties and perfect pants. It was amazing. I thought, wow, this is surreal. I was just from being so tired (laughs) and and everything. So they said, well, what you do is you give us the amount of money that you estimate is going to fill up the new tank. So I figured, okay, maybe $20. So we gave him $20, and it took like $6. So I'm going, okay, we're, we're waiting for our change. Oh, here comes, is that my popcorn and small drink? Help, yep, Melissa is returning. And anyway, they said, sorry, we dropped the money. We don't have any change. That's why we asked you to estimate it. And I got pissed off. Damn, I was angry. But Dana says, don't worry about, it. ooh, ooh, is this for me? Three popcorn Free po- and a drink. Dana
1: speaks. And when Dana Beale says, don't worry, we don't believe him at all. But <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no. Get some popcorn and a drink for the comments. Hashtag, I'm just here for the comments. And let's give it up for our youngest CBD billionaire, although not for long because we have a new youngest coming up. But she could... Still be the oldest in the end. So, let's give it up for Evie of Hemp Can save the Planet, our newest CBD billionaire, who's got free popcorn and a this drink a for Richard Eastman. Is. Let's get cool. Richard Eastman up here. He's union. Yeah. He doesn't show up till eleven, but this is a mirage. Grab the mic a minute. Hello,
5: Los Angeles. Hello, Fox News. Hello, CNN. Hello, America. This is the future standing behind me. What's your name, young girl? I heard you want to be in the film business. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. I used to dress movie stars like Charlton Heston, Mickey Rooney, Denzel Washington, and, well, I could say Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, but that will be a lie. But, you know, when Dennis Peron died a few months ago, and I'm glad to be here at Melissa Ball's, uh 6th or 7th uh, screening every month for this wonderful film about our friend Jack Herrera, you know, it was a long time ago, Richard Marcello, when we were the hippies punching across America. Am I right? Absolutely. And we're coming up on the 48th Annual Smoking at the White House. And, uh, you know, why do I do this all those years? It ain't for the popcorn and the drink. It's for the young little girl next to me and the young little boys and everybody that needs help for medical marijuana. Because, see, all use is medical. And when Dennis Perron left the planet in January... He asked me to finish a mission, and that mission is to be producing the smoking at the White House for 10 years in a row, and that's less than 60 days away, and if it wasn't for the woman standing next to me and the future woman standing next to me, I wouldn't have been able to do all this. And Kim Quiggle, the producer, the first woman on the permit, you know, Dana Beale and the hippies and the hippies and Abby Hoffman in 1968 was a long time ago, and some people even dispute, it's just the 48th or the 49th smoking. I can always tell you that in 1970, I was in San Francisco, California, smoking in with a lot of my friends that were still alive, like Jerry Garcia, Janis Joplin. I didn't smoke with Jimi Hendrix, but I went to see him. And I didn't make it to Woodstock, and I almost didn't make it to be here tonight, because I was at the wedding in uh, England last night on TV. At four in the morning, I was watching the future of the planet with the jolly old queen and her family. But that ain't about what we're here for. We're here for hemp and hemp can save the planet. And Melissa has been working on this film for so many years. I'm just honored to be that I'm not in it. And maybe in the future, maybe I will be in it because ultimately you need to step up and help her finish this film. I don't know how many more years I'm going to be on the planet, but I can tell you one thing. I was, yeah, that's what the Congressman keeps saying. What does he know? What does everybody know? My gay joke is I'm from Uranus. I'm not from Mars. I won't go any further. But see, Dennis Perone wrote the law in 1996, and it's called the Compassionate Youth Act. And I've dedicated this year's smoke-in to Dennis Perone. We have a poster behind this young lady over here. I don't know if you can see it in the film. And ultimately, there's Dennis and I. And I asked the artist who did the last three years of the smoke-in posters put Dennis in the picture. Well, he stuck me in there, and I feel like Cheech and Chong, and Dennis and I used to joke when we had the Hotel Normandy, America's first marijuana hotel eight years ago, that we were the real Cheech and Chong, not a pun to Tommy and Cheech, because now I lost my partner. We weren't married, we weren't boyfriends, but we were heroes in, in, in a day and age when everything was about love and compassion. And Dennis told me many years ago that I could win this war against people, With love, And ultimately, that's what I'm going to do, because I didn't have any money to do it. And if it wasn't for Melissa helping me with the Hemp Museum last year, which was a great idea, and I hope someday it will reopen. And ultimately, yeah, the show is about to start soon. And we're here to celebrate freedom of what you want to put in your body. And hemp and marijuana has been around longer than all these people that wrote these books and changed the laws and incarcerated black and brown kids for far too long. So, it wasn't about me. I'm not going to hog the mic anymore. Turn it over to Melissa. I'm here. I might be here next month. If not, I'll be in Washington, D.C. on July 4th, 2018, for the 48th Annual Smoking at the White House. Thank you, Melissa.
1: Let's have a hemp, hemp, hooray for Richard Eastman. Hemp, hemp. Hemp, hemp.
3: Hemp, hemp.
1: Now, if you're watching live on Facebook Live or Instagram Live, Please hashtag hemp can save the planet and you could win a voucher for a free popcorn and tiny drink for any showing at the Lemley NoHo7. Thanks to hemp can save the planet. And you could win right now, right now, tickets to June 16th, the next showing. Richard, would you do me a favor with Evie and make sure that our, Vast audience each has one of these flyers. This flyer will be good for a $20 ticket June 16th, where Richard Eastman may or may not be here in 3D, but will definitely have his hologram like Will. I am, oh, and that's yeah. an exciting exclusive, because you know how expensive it is to license Richard Eastman's hologram from the Hollywood Hemp Museum, the virtual Hollywood Hemp Museum, but not the first Hemp Museum in the world, the first in Hollywood. Shout out to the very first all around the world, including myself, who don't always get credit for being the very first, and shout out to the second, the third, because it is really absurd that cannabis hemp is still prohibited in certain places, so we want to let people know that prohibition is a lemon, and Evie, our CBD billionaire, is about to start her own YouTube channel, but today she's live on Smoke News Radio YouTube live stream. Yes, that is correct. We got a confirmation from Jason Brodsky, not Jason Brodsky of the FDA. Shout out to that, Jason Brodsky. Holler at me if you have any questions about how cannabis hemp is actually relevant to the FDA. But shout out to the Jason Brodsky who's here right now, right now, who already knows what cannabis hemp is good for. Could we see that lemon over there? So give it up for Evie. This is, uh, we had no rehearsal. We are fully impromptu right now doing the do live on YouTube. And I have to say, I'm a filmmaker formerly known as White Chocolate. Master P gave me the name White Chocolate when I ghost wrote I Got the Hookup over 20 years ago. Holla if you hear me. Shout out to I Got the Hookup do and redo. I did put Paris Hilton in her very first film, Beyonce, in her first film with Destiny's Child. So I'm super honored to be working with you on your very, is this really your very first YouTube live? Yes. Is there anything that you want to tell the people about what you know? You're pretty smart for your age and looks are and everything, but you're pretty smart. So give it up for yourself. Uh, is there anything that you know about lemons or cannabis or hemp? They're all plants. Is there anything else you know that they have in common?
2: They're all plants, and they—they're um, all nature
1: from nature. And give it up for nature! I five for that. So shout out and a yippee to Dana Beal who wants you to know about all forms. Of plant medicine, and I don't want to litter, so I'm going to put this back in my bug out bag. But we're not going to bug out just yet, but we want you to know to stick around after, don't litter, stick around, Master V, don't litter, stick around for after the first screening. The movie is Jack Harris Emperor Wears No Clothes. It's a short uh, documentary about all the uses of cannabis hemp for a fiber, for a fuel. For uh, paper, plastic, anything that you can make out of paper, plastic, or fiber, you can make out of cannabis hemp. It's uh, not just a medicine, but it is a medicine. Shout-out to Dennis Perrone, Richard Eastman, and friends. Shout this out lemon to birthday
5: girl, and we brought her a special gift all the way from India. Oh, what a surprise. Hand-carved by the Maharishi Mahesh Yoga, and it's a limited edition of five prints. Of the original first poster of the 48th annual Smoking at the White House. Let's all sing Happy Birthday to Melissa. Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday
3: to you. Happy
5: Birthday
3: to you. Happy birthday
5: Melissa. Happy Birthday. Dennis and I want to oh, present wow. you with this hand card by the Maharishi, signed by Dennis and I, and it was oh, hard to get out as a signature, but it's on there somewhere. Wow. that is for you, Melissa, for wow. your birthday.
1: Thank you so much, Richard. Your presence
5: the is the greatest
1: gift and present, and thank you so much. Some people think that Richard Eastman will live forever. The rest of us, um, we don't know how long we have, but we give thanks for every day, and every breath is a gift. Hashtag every breath is a gift. I'm Melissa Ballin, and I would like to give thanks to those who gave me birth and continue to give me life, my mother and my father, Richard and Rochelle Ballin. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. I love you very much. They're watching now live from an undisclosed remote location in glamorous North Hollywood, California. One of our dedicated live viewers from um, just outside. And uh, Rochelle Ballin is also in the film with jack hair and features her breathe breaks. We know sometimes that the only cannabis uh, hemp or medicine we have, uh, sometimes the only medicine we have access to is the air and the power of the breath. So we give thanks for each breath. And we give thanks for clean air. So it is worth noting in nature that a lot of people don't know that cannabis hemp can phytoremediate the air, water, and soil, and a lot of people can't even say phytoremediate. Can you say it three times fast?
0: Phytoremediate. 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 Pretty
1: good. I'm really putting him on the spot because I knew Evie would be able to do it, but I asked Richard, so that was the trick. Um, phytoremediation. Hashtag that, and you will be eligible to win a prize. Is the process of removing. Toxins from the soil, from the water. And it is worth noting, and I did learn it from Jack Harris' book, but it is verifiable that they did use cannabis hemp plants to phytoremediate the nuclear damage from Chernobyl. And Chernobyl isn't the last damage that we've seen. So, hashtag phytoremediate Fukushima. I had the honor and continuing pleasure of producing the Kyoto Hemp Forum from here. So remember, you don't have to increase your carbon footprint or go somewhere far in order to do your part. I was able to produce that right here from North Hollywood. And the prime minister's wife, uh, Ake Abe, spoke that she wished she could grow hemp, but it is still prohibited. So if the heads of our governments, if the influencers themselves are wanting to make a change, who is the change up to? Perhaps it is up to us. So I appreciate we the people. I give thanks. Evie, will you hold this beautiful archive for me and maybe show the camera? Jason, will you show her how close to be in frame to show them this beautiful gift? Again, your presence is the greatest presence, although you can tell, you know, my hemp is distressed. I have worn holes. In my hemp, this is vital hemp. This is actually, uh, they call it punk rock, and this is custom. You can't buy it like this. I had to have it specially, yeah, specially holy. There's a special um, finger hole. Mine is in the middle. Go figure. So I can make the peace sign and the west side sign. And I'm getting the sign, the peace sign, that we're two minutes away from Jack Heroes Emperor Wears No Clothes, playing with German subtitles. So it is worth noting today is May 19th, Shatter Day, and it is during the Cannes Film Festival. It is the last day of Cannes, and I'm Melissa, formerly known as White Chocolate Ballon, Art by Lady Dada, a retweet, and I'm going to do the Can Can in protest. I wore flats and I stayed in no because in 2008, a lot of people don't know that cannabis can cure cancer and a lot of people don't know that CAN prohibits women from wearing flats on the red carpet. So we are gender-neutral, gender-spayed, and gender-neutered friendly. This is a safe haven for high heels, flats, we only ask that whatever you wear, you wear cannabis hemp. I have taken the wear hemp or go naked challenge, but don't try that at home, because everywhere um, that cannabis hemp is legal or prohibited, almost everywhere indecent exposure is prohibited. So, wear hemp or go naked uh, responsibly. Give thanks to the most high. And in most theaters, we ask you to turn off your cell phones, turn the volume down. In this case, we ask you to turn the ringers down, but to leave your cell phones on and please tweet, repeat, and share your favorite parts in English or with German subtitles. Shout out to the Humph Journal in Berlin and Spliff Tube and Spliff Magazine, and So Yet Media, and all of our media sponsors, the Help End Marijuana Prohibition Alliance. And stick around. We're going to have an Ask Me Anything with cast members, crew, producers, and Evie wants to say something.
4: Make sure to see the movie in June. Um, Emperor
2: Emperor wears no clothes. Yeah, here. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure to see it in June.
1: Hemp, hemp,
2: hooray, and our
1: guests in June, Karoon June, will be the Pop Brothers at Law who remind you, you cannot exercise your First Amendment and your Fifth Amendment at the same time, so please choose wisely. You know me, I'm Melissa Ballin, and I refuse to remain silent. We'll have a tweet up. Everyone take your seats. Give yourselves a round of applause for being here. And share your favorite parts at Jack Herer Hemp on Twitter, at Melissa Ballin on Instagram, Facebook Live, and YouTube on Smoke News Radio. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Hashtag hemp can save the planet. And you could win a vape exhale. We announce the winners July 21st. And
3: cleaning the atmosphere on
2: so my name is to meet 130,000 copies so it means a big honor to read out of this book and I'm going to start with chapter 2 America, and until the first century, most of the rest of the world, 80% of all textiles and hundreds. And even our flag, old glory, were principally made from fibers of canvas. For hundreds and thousands of years, until the eighteen thirties, Ireland made a fine spoon, and even the world fine stock was floating with me. Although these fact have been almost forgotten. Our forebearers were well aware that It is were softer than cotton, warmer than cotton, more larger than cotton, and has three times the 10,000 strength of cotton, and as many times more durable than cotton. In fact, in the history real-life 1776 mothers of our present-day blue life daughters of the American Revolution, organized a committee game to close Washington's over, majority of the threat was spun from his life, who are not for the historically for cotton and currently disparage in our water plants. The Chinese character Ma was the earliest name for hemp. By the 10th century AD, Ma had become the generic term for fibers of all kinds, including jute and ring. By then, the word for hemp had become Tai Ma, or Dai Ma, meaning great hemp. Soil was the foundational building block of our lives. We must care for it. Nurture and protect its ability to provide for us. Unfortunately, vast spans of farmable land in life because of industry's negligence to care for our resources. Our community now has the to be accrued with powerful, life and structure that makes us want thick and dry soil in just seven months. Well, paper. The first draft of the Declaration of Independence, June 28, 1776, was written on Dutch temp paper. As was the second draft, completed on July 2nd, 1710. Until 1883, from 75 to 90% of all paper in the world was made with Canada's of life, including that of books, bibles, maps, paper money, stocks, and bonds, newspapers, and etc. The Gutenberg et Bible in the 16th century, and Bibles in the 16th and 17th century, Thomas Paine's pamphlet, The Rights of Man, The Common Sense, The Age of Reason, and the work of 15 Ludlow. Mark Twain, Victor Keyville, Alexander Dumas, Lewis Carroll to Alice Wonderland, and just about everything else was printed on them. Benjamin Franklin started one of America's first paper movies in Canada. This allowed America to have a free colonial press without having to pay for justify the need for paper and books from England. why are you Virtually every city and town in the world has an industry based in France. Russia, however, was the world's largest researcher and best quality manufacturer, supplying 80% of Western world plants from 1640 to the Also, work campuses. The paintings of Mondwalk, Gainsborough, and Renrock were primarily painted on that campus is a practically all campus statements. The strong industrial side of it, hand music, insects, and more than I like. life. All paintings in hand, Oh, was. Yes, conditions for, okay, for thousands of years, virtually all good seeds and were made of pensey oil and orange seeds. For instance, in 1935 alone, 116 million pounds of hemp seed were used in America just for cane orange. Santa's hemp was legal tender in most of the Americas in 1631. American farmers to grow more. You can pay your taxes with cannabis throughout America for over 200 years. You can even be jailed in America for not growing cannabis during several periods of. The overwhelming majority of people, cannabis has demonstrated literally hundreds of therapeutic uses, among them asthma. More than 15 million Americans are affected by asthma. Smoking cannabis, the raw drug is that AMA called it, would be beneficial for 80% of them. Today, in 16 million American asthma sufferers, only Californians, with the doctor's recommendation, can immediately grow and use cannabis medicine, even though it is generally the most effective treatment. Cannabis is beneficial to 60% of all epileptics. It is the best treatment for many types of epilepsy and patients post-surgical mental trauma. Cannabis extract is more effective than diazepam, a common anti-epileptic with severe side effects. Hooray. With 40,000 acres of greenhouse fields this year, an estimated 3 million plants were grown. Therefore, playing a significant role in helping to reduce the levels of greenhouse gases in our atmosphere. Greenhouse customers offset carbon emissions by planting 7 high seeds. Greenhouse seeds is a leader in the cannabis industry and is committed to creating awareness about the importance of cannabis for our environment. Food oils and protein. tape. was regularly used in porridge, foods, and rules by virtually all the people of the world up until this century.
3: Most are required
2: to eat hemp dishes three times a day. Even the closed surface in the printer vials on a typically flatbed. seed can be pressed for highly nutritious vegetable oil, which contains the highest amount of essential fatty acids in the plant kingdom. These essential oils are responsible for our immune responses and clear the arteries of cholesterol. Black. The byproduct of pressing the oil from the seed is the highest quality protein seed. Cake. It can be sprouted, malted, or ground and baked into cake, bread, and capital. Marijuana seed protein is one of mankind's finest, most complete and available to the body, vegetable protein. Namseed was until nineteen thirty seven, the old world, it was no one bird seed. It was wild and domestic first. It was their favorite. Each seed food was four million pounds of Nancy for so good, to sound Building the curve of the mountain. because one acre of hemp produces as much cellular fiber oh, as 4.1 acre trees. Hemp is the perfect material to replace trees for pressed board, particle board, and for concrete construction. So, we envision a house for the future built, plumbing, maintenance, and furniture to the world's number one renewable resource. Yes. No, dear, sorry. So, which is uh, the smoking leisure with creativity.
3: Oh.
2: The American Declaration of Independence recognized the unalienable right of black liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In the eyes, eyes <laughs> creative stimulation. From the writers of the world's religious masterpieces to our most irreverent presidents. These include Bruce Carroll and his Super Smoking Cataclysm and Alpha One. Plus, Victor Eagle and Alan Dumont. Great, great day, I thought of the Julianne Song, Cal Cal Duke Ellington. The pattern continues right day. But of course, smoking marijuana only enhances creativity for some, but not for others. But throughout history, Prohibition and temperance, if you will, have attempted and occasionally succeeded in banning the preferred relaxing substances of
3: others.
2: Abraham Lincoln responded to this kind of repressive mentality. Drunk is a the drunk with a loss of a good job. We've for every little boys from the staff, who, while watching the parade, shouted out the courageous and the of the parents. Let's your own eyes, what are you going to do? Right here are elected officials into the news media to help create a more conscious, political leadership, and federal news coverage on marijuana. Give credit for good votes and coverage, and complain about that. Register, or run for office, and always vote. The Canada 10, and these plant we can with the slang name, marijuana, will become known to future generations, as it was known in past generations, for a millennium. As the number one annually renewable, full sustainable, non-peneficitable climate, most abundant source of fiber, fuel and food in medicine, in the of the earth. with more overall pieces than any other known plant. In other words, cannabis hemp is the greatest plant on earth. <laughs> <laughs> sample then the you do directions are.
1: microphone, but here I am with the microphone. Give it up for Evie, our CBD billionaire. And all of our guests here, um, I need a little bit of help with a few things. So if you're on Instagram, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, would you please hashtag hemp can save the planet? And then um, tell me the first Hashtag you see, Empress of Hemp. Would you check on Instagram? The first person live in the audience, I'm still hashtagging, so it's not going to be me for a change, although I like to be first. And Evie, would you do me a favor and go up to the back of the house is a famous world peace activist named David Williams, and he has two cents for me. Would you go get his two cents? Usually I'm giving out two cents. It's actually my two cents that he's giving. And it came out of my bug-out bag, courtesy of my grandma. May she rest in power. She passed away at the young age of 96 this year. 96 is a long run, but she could have lived to be 100 if she wasn't murdered by the pharmaceutical system with opiates. Here in California, we actually got her off of all opiates just using the power of her breath. Shout out to my mom and Palin Yoga. Some of us need a little bit of help with the power of the breath, such as myself, and I like to vape. Shout out to Vape Exhale, one of the cleanest methods of vaporizing. Give it up for the Lemley Noho, who is bringing us some director's chairs. I'm a director, and I'm also an activist, but you can all be a director, direct your own story and your own movie. I'm Melissa Ballin, and I'm here to tell you it's true back when you had actually shoot on film. All right, so thank you. We might have another one coming in. Now, Evie, if you would show Jason Broadkey and Smoke News the Peace Pennies, this is an opportunity. Some of you have seen my Peace Pennies, and shout out to the cast and crew that are here in the building. I'm about to call you up in a moment, one at a time. We don't have a lot of time, but we are having a hashtag anything, and we have some very, very special guests, and this is a family show. You know what? Actually, I'm going to have you go through the audience. Okay, and then bring you back up because I'm going to read CBD Billionaire in a moment, but I'd like you to give everybody one of those. We have a few more. And also, hold on, Evie. Thanks. This is, today is memorabilia day, and thanks for Bruce Perlouin of Hemp, Inc. We kicked off the Jack Harris Emperor Wears No Clothes special engagement with Bruce Perlouin. Uh, hempy birthday, we've also celebrated Richard Eastman's early, E-R-R-L-Y, birthday, and we're here today to celebrate mine, Melissa Ballin, and happy to
3: also... Happy birthday to you, happy, happy birthday,
0: birthday to you, happy birthday dear Melissa, happy birthday
1: to you. Give thanks to the Most High. I have to give thanks to those who give me life and cause for celebration each and every day. Give thanks to my parents and give thanks to my caregivers. Some of them are in the building right now. Shout out to Buds and Roses here in NoHo Adjacent who have definitely shown me much care and shout out to all the way in Malibu because I'm so sovereign. I don't restrict myself to any one county or city. And, you know, I grew up here in Southern California. So shout out to Sovereign Malibu and my caregiver 99 High Tide. And I'd actually like to bring up our star and caregiver, Ivan De La Rosa, who just swooped in, and Evie, if you don't mind trading the director seat so we have our future cast member, but you could get used to that uh, chair, huh? You looked really good sitting in there, and trade out for one of our existing stars. Give it up for Yvonne De La Rosa, who participated in the very original that you just saw, Jack here's Emperor Wears No Clothes, and in the feature-length version, which is coming out. Soon, sooner than later, give thanks. So um, I'm going to welcome Yvonne, but Evie, will you pass out one of these? This is memorabilia from my directorial debut and one of the special prizes that um, you can win on eBay thanks to the unmarked book. And you'll see it's really vintage. It's from 2006, my directorial debut, where we were the first in the world to sell the rights to a movie on ebay during can and here we are 12 years later making history both of us you did get the memo we're protesting the um only heels in can because a lot of people don't know that women have been kicked off the red carpet at Cannes for wearing heels so we did the can can and shout out to our mermaid in her class And I'm wearing my uh, flats to walk and march. Shout out to Dana Beal and the Hemp March on D.C., 4th of July. I'm going to march around L.A. City Hall. We're going to hear from David Williams in a minute about the Peace March around City Hall. And you're very active in Malibu City Hall, so maybe you'll take a march in your flats there. But I want to give you a huge hug. We're live on Blog Talk and YouTube, but I love you so much. Give it up, everybody, for Yvonne De La Rosa, my mermaid, my caregiver, my star, and an amazing filmmaker in her own right. So I want to acknowledge how we really have to work together sometimes, and she's definitely a star, an award-winning star and shout out to stars who do check their ego at the door in order to work with humble filmmakers who maybe only have hemp seed to offer so thank you for contributing because you had to film that yourself with an award-winning director she happens to live with so we don't all have it so easy that was that's what I call making use of your resources so let's talk about that and shout out to Sam and if you remember, we actually held the premiere party at the former 99 High Art Gallery, where Empress of Hemp and legalized for real met, not at our party, but at your gallery for the very first time. So let's recognize the connections and connectivity of this room, of these people sharing with us all the way in. Istanbul, and Berlin, and the Czech Republic, and shout out to Thailand, Hemp Thai. the power of the internet is really amazing, because it's amazing the people that showed up all the way to North Hollywood, but also who's tuning
4: in, so thank you for making the trip. Of course, honey. Um, apologies for being a little tardy. They don't know. They don't know that. I <laughs> I walked in and when the lights are down, so nobody knew. Um, yeah, and uh Sam's in the car with the baby. he'll be right back, <laughs> but, um, thank you guys for coming at this hour in the morning. Wow, that's so really awesome of everybody, and dedicated thank you um uh, Melissa, is it your birthday? Thursday? Thursday. Yes, can everybody say happy birthday, Melissa? Happy birthday, Melissa. Yay. <laughs> oh, of course, honey. You know, you were mentioning being an activist and watching this film again and um, all the work and love that you put into it it's just so beautiful it's you know you've done so much um, for so long to help cannabis you know um, find its rightful place in the world which is legal which is accessible which is honored rather than persecuted and I was very fortunate enough to meet uh, you at a time when Jack Herrer was still alive, and we all um, had a, you know, I don't know if any, you may or may not know this story, but I um, got into the cannabis business. I'm an actress by trade, but I was a teenager at the Federal Building, um, and uh, there was a hemp rally, and this was in Westwood, at the Federal Building in Westwood, or any of you guys there? It was sometime in the uh, 90s. And uh, <laughs> it was, what was it? Wow. Oh my God. Who are you? How do you know that? That's so awesome. Oh, oh, Well, I was there, too, when I was a teenager. And I thought, wow, you know, weed and hemp is cool but that was about all I knew you know it's like I just knew it was cool and I knew that smoking pot made me feel good and took away my headaches and I loved people who smoked weed that's all I knew at the time and I was you know being the rebel that I am and I lit up at the federal building um and uh, I handed a joint to um uh, a gentleman who had just approached he was like oh wow who's smoking here and uh handed him the joint that we were smoking and he's like oh wow thank you and he's like here this is a gift for you and it was the book uh the emperor wears no clothes and that was jack who handed me his book and i just thought wow what a fateful what a fateful meeting um it, from that mo- moment on, after reading that book, I could not, uh, I could not turn away from what I now knew. I was now aware of all the benefits of hemp on the planet. I was now aware of all the medicinal uses of cannabis. I was now aware of why marijuana was, e- marijuana and hemp were illegal and even as a teenager, I was I was shocked, I was upset, and I was also like, wait, people need to know this. So I would say that's the first day I became an activist, and from that point on, I always did whatever I could, always being very vocal, even at the advice of many people, like, Oh, Yvonne, maybe you don't want to say that, you know? I, I, yeah, right. I told a friend the other day, um, I think he's in the back there, where some people said, oh, well, you might not, you know, you're an actress, maybe you won't get to work on any Disney shows. And I'm like, well, then I won't be working on any Disney shows. <laughs> you know, I thank you because this is far more important. And then years later, um, in 2006, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I remember just doing research and just not believing it. Like, what, mom? You know, you're so healthy. How could this happen? And um, in my research, I suddenly started seeing things pop up about marijuana and cannabis. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. And I remembered, and I remembered the Emperor Wears No Clothes, the book. And I was like, yeah. And I started doing more and more research and. I was like, Mom, you need to try, you know, marijuana for the breast cancer. And my mom had never even had a drink in her life, so convincing her to use cannabis was a uh, kind of uh, challenging. But she did it, and um, you know, that's when we went to dispensaries um, all around town. And I couldn't find one that I wanted to take my mom to. They just weren't. They just weren't something that I felt comfortable at. It just. It wasn't where. Uh, it is today. So that's why we, uh, well, me and my husband decided to open what is considered the world's first upscale dispensary and the world's first hybrid dispensary. It was a visionary art gallery as well. And that was um, on Abbot Kinney in Venice Beach. We opened in 2008. And um, one of the people who graced our uh, our art gallery and dispensary was Jack Herrer. And uh, I remember when he walked in, I was like,
0: oh, my God,
4: it's me, Vaughn. like he would remember, but maybe he did, and he he said he did, and I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty cool that you remember, and then we decided to host his book signing there of the latest edition of The Emperor Wears No Clothes, so I always think, like, wow, what a beautiful full circle. We hosted an awesome after party for it, remember that? It no, it was very visionary and it was very cool and um, and then that's when uh, I met Melissa right did we meet right before then
0: oh really oh okay
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's crazy okay and again another full circle like re-meeting Melissa and then her doing this amazing film with Jack um I like to think that everything's for a reason but sometimes you know there's magical things at play you know that are we who's controlling this <laughs> who's in charge here because <laughs> it's all pretty funny sometimes um I love the 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 humor in, in um in life and when things happen like that it's just like what this is like amazing and I always think and I believe that there's a spirit in cannabis that there's the great ganja goddess within this plant and that she has a very beautiful, magical way of bringing things back around. And, um, and I think it's a really important time that we're in now as we're entering legalization, you know, for some States, um, it's important to remember that this plant is a female plant that it is indeed, um, a very uh benevolent uh spiritual plant, and not only does it heal us um physically and emotionally, but it also heals us spiritually and um I'm just really honored to still you know be this and you know someone in this industry who really really cares about this plant and people. And I always like to share that 12 years after my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, she uh, she forwent all traditional treatments, chemo, radiation, drugs. Uh, she only did cannabis. And 12 years later, she's cancer-free, and she's a world traveler. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So that's it. I'm Yvonne. Love you guys.
1: So give it up for Yvonne. We have some questions already that came in from Instagram. One was, because I'm sharing the picture of us right now, and one was, what's your Instagram? And I can answer that
4: because it's 99 Mermaid Queen.
1: Did you know that?
4: <laughs> I was going to say, thanks for knowing that because I was like, oh my God, what is my Instagram? Yes, 99, like the number, Mermaid Queen and then um our dispensary is the 99 High Tide in Malibu so that's uh 99 High Tide <laughs>
1: and an, another question that came in maybe um we have one question for Richard because he's about to, oh, to. vaporize and he's all over uh the road you might recognize Richard Marsala from the first televised hemp victory yeah, I, show how many hours of programming that we're trying to bring I,
0: I did my first show him for victory in June of 91 and my first guest was George Clayton Johnson and I, I don't know if you're familiar with him the George wrote Oceans 11 Logan's Rene Twilight Zones and Jack and George and Larry Gore and McGee we were a core group back in the early 80s and Jack gave his name his prestige to the movement I love Jack he, you know it's a shame he passed away about about what about a year before 64 passed so he gave so much of his time his energy his prestige to help the movement and he never seen the fruits of his trade but you know something he's with us in spirit i love george and i had my first show him for victory june you know, i did 66 shows in 10 years i played in new york seattle san francisco tucson and points west i this, you know, working in this movement is my manifest destiny. I got involved in January 1980. The moment I got involved, it changed my whole life.
1: So we got a message on the um, Twitter asking, do they recognize you from your racing show and from Hemp for Victory, but the question on Twitter at Jack Here Hemp was, can you confirm or deny that it was you, Richard Marsala, who brought... The pancakes at five in the morning during the Jack Harris, it's not April Fool's, that hemp can save the planet 24-hour tweet-a-thon. And you might not remember, although cannabis is, it, is not bad for your memory, but do you remember that? Because I was there, and hashtag I was there, I remember, and I can I confirm.
0: I, that doesn't ring a bell, the pancakes. I know you were doing an event, what, about a year ago over at a studio in North Hollywood.
2: Try eight
1: years ago, right after Jack Herrer passed, was our first It's Not April Fool's That Hemp Can Save the Planet, and I can confirm, contrary to popular belief about how cheap activists can be, it was. it's always the people with the least resources, give it up for yourselves, that give the most, and Richard... Marsala and McGee, who is a woman in cannabis, a true cannabis pioneer. So shout out to the women in the movement. Shout out for yourself. She was one of the only hempsters
0: that kept up 80s, with you guys. Let me say about McGee. In the early 80s, she was a consummate female hip activist, totally dedicated and part of it. Look, I'm in the process of writing a book called Confessions of a Marijuana Activist. And I, I've been around since January 1980. I, I work very closely with Jack Hara and I know how the bodies are, I know the secrets, and uh, it's it's a confession book, Confession to Marijuana Activists. It's the history of this movement because I know the people who made it, witnessed it, or created it even myself.
4: And this tweet coming in
1: right now from the Pop brothers at law is telling you lovingly to hashtag STFU. So that's a public service announcement from our attorneys who will be here on June
3: 16th. I'll be back. They're advising
1: you not to confess a thing, but you're going to write the book anyway because nobody tells Richard Marsala to remain silent. But the lawyers are tweeting in right now saying, don't incriminate yourself. Don't worry. I know
0: know when when to shut up. There's things I've learned about this movement that I, I will never talk about. You heard it here first, but we're going to try to get him to
1: talk Uh, about it around 4.20 in the morning the next
0: Let me say goodbye and thank you very much. I love the Racing
1: off. Give it up for our special guest, Richard Marsala, Racing with Richard Marsala and Hemp for Victory,
0: and you can find him more on Facebook. Oh, one more thing. Yeah, speaking of, uh, after I retired my Hemp for Victory show, I'm a native from Southern California. And I created a TV show about cars called The Racing Show, and I did it for 140 episodes. And what I'm doing is promoting products into the racing. I'm going back to the Indy 500. It's Danica, the woman of Indy, Danica Patrick's
3: last race.
1: So on your way out, I'm going to ask you to please wave to our friends on Facebook Live and YouTube, and I'm going to ask Richard Marsala, would you sign the petition for me to run for governor of California? Richard? Will you endorse me for governor of California?
3: Richard Marcella
0: endorsing Melissa. She's the lady. She's
1: doing it. So whether or not you write me in for governor June 5th at the primary, my primary concern is that we allocate wasted resources to actually feeding hungry children. So please write me in, but don't write me off. I will pledge as governor to, Legalize, really legalize cannabis. Although well, no one's done eyes. it yet. And Dennis Perone says all use is medical use. And let's give it up since when Richard Eastman wants to take the mic, you kind of have to give it up. So let's give it up for Richard Eastman. But give it back, okay?
5: Oh, I will. okay. Welcome to this wonderful event that I've attended since she's been doing them the last six months. But I have a question for Ms. De La Rosa you have a dispensary in Malibu? Well, why aren't you one of the sponsors of the Smoking at the White House that I have to raise $5,000, and I'm not trying to get you to do like this polar winner reaching your purse and pull out $500 and throw it on the ground to help me because I don't even have a plane ticket yet. But, no, this isn't about me raising money here today. It's about finishing the mission that Dennis Perron asked me to do, and that mission is reschedule marijuana as a medicine. All use is medical. Recreational legalization was a trap to catch the gangsters and the crooks, and I hope you have good books, because if you're a gangster and a crook, it doesn't discriminate if you're a man or a woman. Because this plant was not made to be sold for $65 for five joints for 22 years since Dennis and I opened the first two dispensaries in America, and I'm the last man standing. And I did put a woman on the permit, Kim Quiggle, who worked with me for five years, and helped senator obama become president and he did help me and you to stay open because i have been in the room with two presidents one that inhaled the one that didn't and i'm not in this movie and i hope that someday when she gets enough footage she'll slip in a couple of minutes and maybe i will be in the movie because i knew jack for 40 years too i met him at venice beach and i've been in los angeles for 42 years and i used to dress movie stars like denzel washington and charlton heston and mickey rooney and you know, saving the Hollywood sign and running for office and trying to make Hollywood a city and dying from AIDS. But I'm not dying anymore. Ultimately, yeah, the rumor is I'm from a planet called Uranus. Because most humans are, I don't want to use the word, there's children in the audience, but I'm not a Martian. Wear clean underwear, I get everybody in the end. And if we can't free the plant, we'll never be able to free the people and the planet. And those are my words. And this is my 10th year producing the smoking at the White House, which John Pilka did for 35 years, and Dana Beale and Edward Hoffman and the Yippies started in 1970 or 1969. So 48 years ago is a long time for a marijuana event to be continuously going on. As a man on Social Security that has more money every month because my whole check goes to pay the rent, how do I do this for 10 years or, or 35 years like John Booker did, because we have courage and compassion, and we're fighting for a plan, like the women said, Mother Ganja. And I like to tell straight men all the time, God is a woman. I never saw a man uh, poop out a baby. Okay, listen, if we all can't get along, and the riots did happen on my birthday, and I knew Rodney King, and I knew Tom Bradley, and, I, well, I knew Teddy Kennedy, too. And the rumors about me being a Kennedy... I can't say they're true or not, but my grandmother worked for John F. Kennedy in the 1950s. And in San Francisco, when she used to take me around to all the rich people, I was wondering what was going on, because just remember these words always. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And what Dennis Perone and I and Jack O'Rourke and all the women and the hippies and the trippies and the hippies did for 55 years of my life, I fought for marijuana. That means in 1963, when they killed my president, or my brother, or whoever you think John Kennedy was. Somebody had to finish his mission. And yeah, I'm a super soldier. Dennis and Harvey Milk were soldiers. I'm the hippie. I never had to fight because the truth will set me free. And I never had to kill anyone yet. And my whole life was in danger, fighting for a little plant that healed me from AIDS. Peace and love. Thank you, Melissa, for allowing me to speak. Don't go
1: anywhere just yet. Give it up for Richard Eastman. Give it up for Yvonne De La Rosa, who just survived the live Richard Eastman shakedown. That's what I like to call it. And I did learn from the best, so I'm going to try it out myself right now. Will you hold the CBD billionaire? Now, um, in honor of my birthday, I learned from Bruce Perlewin that you should give gifts to others on your birthday, although I humbly accept gifts, and I did hear that Erin Justice of Buds and Roses has one of my favorite gifts that is always better sharing, and of course, I'm going to shake down my other caregivers. I've actually written some of my favorite haiku under the influence and caregiving of 99 High Tide, and you can read a couple of those haiku, I think one was for Royal Goo I believe another was for a signature strain. And unlike some of the other celebrity strains, I do have to say, if you see a strain that says 99 on it, there's no swag involved. So you want that swag bag. And shout out to the people who have quality control, because we know just because it has a celebrity's name on it, it might not be the most high to get you the most high. But in honor of the Richard Eastman shakedown, we're gonna see live. There's a little bit of pressure if if I did learn from the best and if I can do it, and I'm gonna put Richard Eastman on the spot right now. I've got my two cents, which are actually with inflation now that there are, allegedly worth ten dollars. So um it's attached to a haiku generosity card, which is a handmade hand thought haiku from me custom made so you could win one for a $10 donation and this is my form of fundraising because those of you who know me know that I gave up giving up money but it's still been just kind of trickling in and I maintain that your resources are worth more than your money. So it actually took uh, time and energy and money to get the paint, to paint the pennies. And the intention is to keep them in circulation because it would be unlawful to take money out of circulation. So we are paying this forward. And I'm wondering if you accept, because everybody knows it costs $500 uh, image for Richard Eastman's likeness and on a low-budget film, it's we're a we're favored nations. And if I had to start paying $500 to each celebrity, like Snoop Dogg and Yvonne, then we wouldn't have any money for free popcorn. And so favored nations, I'm asking Richard Eastman, will you confirm and accept to be one of the future cast members of Jack Harris Emperor Wears No Clothes feature film for this priceless, two cents.
5: You know, uh, when they put me in the movie Super Jaime, I told the director to kiss my ass and smoke the grass. And when they put me in How Weed Won the West, I said, I don't want to be in the movie. But it ended ended up with the Egyptian theater. And when Snoop Dogg put me in the Puff Puff Tour, it was for a little family affair. And then when Damian Marley and the crappy owners of High Times, a shout out to the old owners, because the new owners are full of capitalism and bullshit and don't support High Times, threw me out of their event. You know what? You don't do that to Richard Eastman. So ultimately, yeah, you know, Melissa, I would be humbly honored to be in your film. And ultimately, you are one of the executive producers of, wow, The Wonders of Weed, the Richard Eastman story, which wasn't about me. It was about Dennis Perrone, Harvey Melk. Jack Kerouac, John F. Kennedy, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, the hippies, the trippies, the hippies, the peace and the love, and the ending the disease and the hunger and the homelessness in America. So when that movie is finished, or when you need to get the funding to get your movie finished, I'm still working on the funding for The Wild Story, which has been registered with the Writers Guild, and Melissa wrote the first three pages, and it is going to be happening because recently I was with uh, my friend who knows my friend, the director, Brian Singer. I'm not allowed to say that he wants to produce this film, but my friend Dan Studney, who's making the revival of Reefer Madness, the musical on Broadway, has told me he might fly me in to New York City, to be at the opening of Reaper Madness, the musical next year. So that's exciting. I hope we can get your movie made before then, because I'm going back to New York after I'm done in Washington. I might even make it to Amsterdam.
3: I heard we
1: were going to Mars, but I'm Melissa Ballin. I'm winning because we played Let's Make a Deal. Stay tuned, because afterwards we're going to share my birthday gifts. maybe just a little because I want to take some home, From 99 High Tide and Buds and Roses, give it up for yourselves. We're going to meet the youngest CBD billionaire, Summer Rain. Please share, tweet, and repeat. And um, I'm going to take this shirt off my back for the smoking at the White House. So fundraising with fun, give thanks, and give it up for yourselves. Stay tuned after the movie for some more AMA and gifts.
2: <laughs> the,
3: the, case 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 case
2: case. Case. the overall majority of the world's case In All the world's transportation, industrial and energy needs. I it you that you are calling that is on Hello, <laughs> my name is Ian DeGreenos, and it's important to to read out the book of Jack O'Reilly and Bruno And this is perfect, I have to read and Jack did read his book in 1998, uh, it's probably 130,000 copies. Century most of the rest of the world, 80% of all textiles and fibers, and even our flag, old glory, were principally made from fibers of canvas. For hundreds of thousands of years, until the 1830s, Ireland made the finest mint, and Italy made the world's finest cloth for clothing with canvas. Although these facts have been almost forgotten, our forebearers were well aware that hemp is softer than cotton, warmer than cotton, more water absorbent than cotton, and has three times the tensile strength of cotton and is many times more durable than cotton. In fact, when the patriotic, real-life 1776 mothers of our present-day youth fled Daughters of the American Revolution organized a spinning beam to close Washington soldiers, the majority of the thread was spun from hemp fibers. Were it not for sort the of historically forgotten and currently disparaged marijuana plant, the Continental Army would have furthered that death at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania.
0: The Chinese character,
2: Ma, was the earliest name for him. By the 10th century AD, Ma had become the generic term for fibers of all kinds, including jute and ring. By then, the word for him had become tai ma, or dai ma, meaning great hemp." <coughs> is the foundational building block of our lives. We must care for, nurture, and protect its ability to provide for us. Unfortunately, vast bands of farmable land may us because of industry's negligence to care for our resource. Our community now has the ability to powerfully boot life and structure back into these one thick and dying coils in just seven months. fire the first draft of the Declaration of Independence, June 28, 1776, was written on Dutch hemp paper, as was the second draft completed on July 2, 1776. Until 1883, from 75 to 90% of all paper in the world was made with cannabis hemp fiber, including that for books, bibles, maps, paper money, stocks and bonds, newspapers, etc. The Gutenberg Bible in the 16th century and Bibles from the 16th and 17th century, Thomas Paine's pamphlet, The Rights of Man, The Common Sense, The Age of Reason, and the works of Fitzhugh Ludlow, Mark Twain, Victor Hugo, Alexander Dumas, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, and just about everything else was printed on hand paper. Benjamin Franklin started one of America's first paper mills with canvas. This allowed America to have a free colonial press without having to beg or justify the need for paper and books from England. So two hundred and quarters. Virtually every city and town in the world has an industry-making hemp growth. Russia, however, was the world's largest predictor and best-quality manufacturer, supplying 80% of the Western world's hemp from 1640 until
0: 1940. Also, our canvases. The paintings of Van Gogh, Gainsborough, and Rembrandt, who are painted on hemp canvas, is where
2: practically all paintings. The strong western fiber, and for sense Heat you paint sex and is not there like. life. Old babies on hen? or flex tell have stayed in fine conditions for centuries. Paints and varnishes. For thousands of years, virtually all good paint and varnishes were made with hemp seed oil and or oil ringseed and oil. For instance, in 1935 alone, 116 million pounds of hemp seeds were used in America just for painting varnish. Cannabis hemp was legal tender in most of the Americas from 1631 until the early 1800s. Why? To encourage American farmers to grow more. You could pay your taxes with cannabis hemp throughout America for over 200 years. You could even be jailed in America for not growing cannabis during several periods of shortage, lighting oils. Until about 1800, hemp seed oil was the most consumed lighting oil in America and the world. From then until the 1870s, it was the second most consumed light oil, exceeded only by rail oil. Biomass energy. Amongst the way, I'm sure. Sure. I'm sure thousands of products made from people, one of the extraordinary is the need for a plastic car. In 1941, it continued to serve as the largest, derived from human, fossil, and installed so 90% of all fossil fuel used in the world today, like coal, oil, Natural gas and others should long ago have been replaced with biomass such as corn stalks, cannabis, paper, and other products. Biomass can be converted into methane, methanol, or gasoline a fraction of the current cost of oil, coal, nuclear energy, especially when environmental costs are factored in. As mandates used with acid rain, sulfur-based smoke, and ensure the greenhouse effect. On uh, a right now. It's also used for nerves. For these 3,000 years, prior to 1842, widely varying marijuana extracts, bugs, leaves, roots, etc., were the most commonly used and widely accepted medicines in the world with the majority of mankind's illnesses. Queen Victoria used cannabis resins for her menstrual crown and PMS. Her reign in 1837 through 1901 paralleled the enormous growth of the use of Indian cannabis medicines. In the 20th century, Canada's research has demonstrated therapeutic value and complete safety in treating many health problems, including asthma, glaucoma, nausea, tumors, epilepsy, infections, stress, migraines, anorexia, depression, rheumatism, arthritis, Alzheimer's disease, and herpes. Well, Jack, today we could a good day to ask your doctor about reefer, And Jack said, ask your doctor about reefer today? You were, If you or someone you know suffers from a mm. disability of medical conditions such as AIDS, anorexia, cancer, anxiety, chronic pain, diabetes, high blood pressure, insomnia, or other chronic medical conditions, please, ask your doctor about research today. A4 by the for the of marijuana. So you guys join Jack and I and ask your doctor about research today. I only count it the, world, the world. We do a whole lot to make your health a whole lot better. Yo, ask your
0: doctor about Reef of the
2: day so you can go and the pain in the way. Brought to you by the citizen for equalization of marijuana. Act like you know The therapeutic uses of cannabis. There are more than 60 therapeutic compounds in cannabis that are healing agents in medical and herbal treatments. The primary one is PHC. On November 5,
4: 1996, 56% of California citizens voted for the California Compassionate Act, the Medical Marijuana Initiative, ending
2: all legal states' efforts to keep marijuana from being used as a medicine by California citizens. For the overwhelming majority of people, cannabis has demonstrated literally hundreds of therapeutic uses, Among them, asthma. More than 15 million Americans are affected by asthma. Smoking cannabis, the real drug is that AMA called it, would be beneficial for 80% of them. Today, the 16 million American asthma sufferers, only Californians with the doctor's recommendation can immediately grow and use cannabis medicine, even though it is generally the most effective treatment for asthma. Cannabis is beneficial
4: for 60% of all epileptics. It is the best treatment for many types of epilepsy and victims' post seizure mental trauma. Cannabis extract is more effective than dyrantin, a common anti-epileptic with severe side effects.
2: Hooray. With 400,000 packets of greenhouse up seeds sold this year, an estimated 3 million plants were grown. Therefore, playing a significant role in helping to reduce the levels of greenhouse gases in our atmosphere. Greenhouse customers offset carbon emissions by planting feminine seeds. Greenhouse Seeds is a leader in the cannabis industry and is committed to creating awareness about the importance of cannabis for our environment. Hemp seed was regularly used in porridge, soups, and gruel by virtually all the people of the world up until this century. Monks are required to eat hemp seed dishes three times a day to leave their clothes from it and to print their Bibles on the a paper cider. Hemp seed can be pressed for its highly nutritious vegetable oil, which contains the highest amount of essential fatty acids in the plant kingdom. These essential oils are responsible for our immune responses and clear the arteries of cholesterol and plaque. The byproduct of pressing the oil from the seed is the highest quality protein seed cake. It can be sprouted, malted, or ground and baked into cakes, breads, and casserole. Marijuana seed protein is one of mankind's finest, most complete, and available to the body, vegetable proteins. Hemp seeds was until the 1937 prohibition law the world's number one bird in both the wild and domestic birds. It was their favorite. Of any seed food on the planet, 4 million pounds of hemp seeds were sold. so, good, were so and so we tell the U.S. in 1907, rubber as in housing because one acre of hemp produces as much cellulose fiber and as 4.1 acre trees. Hemp is the perfect material to replace trees for pressed board, particle board, and for concrete construction molds. So we can envision a house for the future built, plumbed, painted, and furnished with the world's number one renewable resource, hemp. 12. You know, which is the smoking, leisure, and creativity. I suppose you've noticed my wonderful
0: acting skills. Remember, as it does, because I got myself a creative good. <clears throat> the American Declaration of
2: Independence recognizes the unalienable rights of black liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Many artists and writers use cannabis for creative stimulation from the writers of the world's religious masterpieces to our most irreverent editors, these include Lewis Carroll and It Took us Smoking Cattail and Alice in Wonderland, plus Victor Hugo and Alexander Dumas. Great, great jazz artists: Louis Armstrong, Cab Callaway, Duke Ellington. The pattern continues right up to this modern day. But of course, smoking marijuana only enhances creativity for some, and not for others. But for history. Various prohibition and temperance groups, if you will, have attempted and occasionally succeeded in banning the preferred relaxant substances of others, like alcohol, tobacco, or cannabis. Abraham Lincoln responded to this kind of repressive mentality in December of 1840 when he said, Prohibition goes way beyond bounds of reason in that it, it attempts to control a man's appetite by legislation and make crime." out of things that were not kind. Paul Brayden strikes a blow at the very principle upon which our government was founded, but a lot of people don't even know it. Great wars were fought to ensure the availability of hemp. For example, the primary reason for the War of 1812, fought by America against Great Britain, was access to Russian cannabis hemp. Russian hemp was also the principal reason that Napoleon, our 1812 ally, and his Continental Systems allies invaded Russia in 1812. Yes, hooray! Yes, hooray! <laughs> NTT, Hempflex, and 420Magazine.com are proud sponsors of the Jack Carroll Museum in Hong Kong. Currently scheduled to open in 2010. Using the global reach of the Internet and grassroots activism, we hope you'll join us in our bold efforts to preserve our victory. Raise cannabis awareness and end the prohibition of a natural resource which can save our planet. It's the economic stability, of profit, and free trade. We all know that there is a lot of profit and free trade in the marijuana. Sadly, it's being controlled by an out-of-control government that is using it to put us in jail instead of using it to save this country and the world we live in. It's time to change now. We can see this unconstitutional prohibition and in our lifetime. We contend that America's marijuana and hemp laws are like the emperor's clothes. Like tyrants and prohibitionists in the past, this emperor relies on brute force, intimidation, fear, and a virtual police state to maintain his authoritarian despotic reign while draining the federal treasury, dismantling all vestiges of the bill of rights, while imprisoning innocent souls like our friend, Eddie Leff. We cannot simply call the emperor of the U.S. government on his and its acts of deceit and manipulation of facts. His guards, the FBI, <laughs> did, you know, yeah. are far too powerful. His fear of shameful discovery is so great, he ceaselessly uses his power, through funding much of the United Nations, some of those anti-drug crusades, to buy allegiance through bribery and intimidation. Robert, the Bush <laughs> oh, okay. General Barry McCaffrey, and now John Walters, acting as parts of the emperor's advisors, have all upheld the fallacy of the pure fabric that only the purists may see, ruled for them originally by Anne Slayer, Dupont, Hearst, and all the bureaucrats. Now it is co-maintained by energy, pharmaceutical, alcohol, beer companies, drug rehab professionals, drug customers, police, prison guards, and prison builders. All the enormous financial and police state ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Those American citizens who dare speak out against the ceremony are often slandered as drugging as dopers and maybe, drugging with the loss of their jobs, income, families, and fathers. We therefore agree, a little boy from Hot Station Anderson, down, who while watching the parade past, shouted out with courageous innocence: The emperor wears no clothes. But to see her own ice. What are you going to do about it? Write to your elected officials and to the news media to help create a more conscious, political leadership and favorable news coverage on marijuana and health. Give credit for good votes and coverage and complain about that. Register or run for office and always vote. The cannabis in, indeed the plant, we agree that the slang name marijuana will become known to future generations as it was known in past generations. For a millennia, as the number one annually renewable, fully sustainable, non-pesticide requiring, most abundant source of paper, fiber, fuel, and food, and medicine in the face of the earth, with more overall uses than any other known plant. In other words, cannabis hemp is the greatest plant on earth. (laughs) Most people don't say anything about it. I'm to to the
1: Because also, those of you at home, um, share the spoiler. People who don't watch the credits don't get to see the last shots with Jack Herrer and Eddie Lepp. So those of you that have stayed to the end, congratulate yourselves. It's going to take all of us united to end Prohibition and see the true end. Give thanks and give it up for Jack Herrer.
2: Hemp, hemp, hooray! Um, look, by that, there's a very something in the direction to reach. You're going to clothes.
3: Yeah!
2: Hemp, hemp,
1: hooray! Hey. Let's bring Yvonne De La Rosa back up here we 've got Aaron Justice of Buds and Roses. Let them know how they can follow you on social media and what they win.
2: Uh, Buds and Roses, look it up on social media, and there
4: we are
1: and Being a part of the Buds and Roses community, I can tell you is a winning experience, and I feel like a winner right now, but i'm going to feel even more like a winner because they don't have smell vision on smoke news radio but But after the movie Outside, we may or may not exercise our sovereign right to educate and medicate in the streets, taking it to the streets. And if we were to do that, what would we be smoking, I wonder?
4: Well, to be a winner, we'll smoke a winner and veganic platinum cookies
1: that don't panic be ganic and we did talk about that on smoke news radio what are the best growing methods guano fish whatnot and veganic. so you can tune in more on smoke news radio smoke rules radio the only rule is that we be kind and that we pay it forward so Any final thoughts, any final words? My final thought is Jack Harer, may he rest in peace, can't possibly rest in peace until his mission is fulfilled, which was to free all pot prisoners and to legalize cannabis, hemp, marijuana. And those of us in California, we know that we have a responsibility regardless of how things are in your backyard to make a difference everywhere. So while we celebrate the leaps and bounds that we've made and the true pioneers and the risks that they take as activists, as caregivers, and to speak out with the truth, we know that there's a risk. We honor you. We honor ourselves. We stand proud to be on the right side of history. And while there are no rights or wrongs, two left and a right, don't get you back where you started. So follow that if you can. Follow me if you see. Give thanks to the Most High. And it's not all just rhyming. Let's get David Williams up here with the peace baton. I'm so proud to have met him at the national gathering. We stay occupied by any creative, nonviolent means necessary. And contrary to popular belief, because I recognize that my language can be violent. It's still in the honor of free speech and free expression. We know that we can't always express ourselves and be heard. So I take responsibility for my ability to respond as peacefully as possible. And I apologize to any of you that I may have violated with my tongue with a lashing in one way or another. I give thanks and hope you continue to hold peace for my ever-evolving journey to be kind to myself and to all. Shout out the emperor wears no clothes. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so we want to give thanks that cannabis hemp helps with mental health, and I accept peace. So We're running out of time. So will you hand me the peace baton? Yes. And ask me, do you accept peace?
0: Do you accept peace?
1: I accept peace and I am piecing it forward. If you accept peace, pass the peace baton and hopefully at the next Malibu Beach cleanup, we'll be passing the peace baton to you. Do you accept peace? I accept peace. Give thanks to the most high. Hashtag accept peace.